Welcome to the Candid with Kibo podcast, where I am your podcast host, Chelsea Akibo Betts. On the Candid with Kibo podcast, I have the candid adulting conversations that you wish somebody had with you. On the Candid with Kibo podcast, I'm going to share a candid moment. All right, y'all. So for this week's candid moment, um, I actually saw a quote on Instagram um, recently, and it was it was so relatable. Um, so basically, this is what it says. It says, y'all can have that I'll sleep when I'm rich mindset, because one thing about me, I'm gonna go lay down. Um, and yeah, so I thought that was really, really relatable, because at one point, like, I, f- I felt like I felt like for me, I always had to, I was always busy. I was always moving. I was always on the go. I was always grinding and I still am, but rest is very important. And, um, although I'm 25, like y'all, I swear every week I'm like, oh my gosh, how do people with kids do it? How are people that are married doing it? How are people like, I'm like, how are they doing this adulting thing? Because I'm like, just trying to make sure on the weekends, I'm washing my hair, doing my groceries, doing my laundry, doing my chore in the house, meal prepping, you know? And um, in addition to that, working on other career things um, and stuff like that. So it's super, super important to rest. Um, It's okay to grind. It's okay to, um, you know, be passionate about something. But if you're not getting any rest at all, and you're just trying to like outperform everybody, it's going to catch up to you. Um, And that can catch up to you in like weight gain um you can feel anxiety or depression which I talk about all the time on my podcast and um I don't know you could just feel all types of you could still feel unfulfilled as well um because you feel like you're doing everything else but it's like sometimes sis like just like go lay down and rest and um yeah I never used to be that person I'm like no like I can I can sleep later and I've, I've honestly heard people modify this kind of quote and say Oh, I'm a, I'm a rest when I die. Cause people will say like, you know how people say rest in peace, um, when people pass away or whatever to their, to their loved ones. But it's like, we should not have the mindset of resting when we're dying or not resting at all. So this week I'll encourage you, um, to incorporate some resting into your schedule. Hey guys, I was about to say, yay, we're 10 episodes in, but technically it's 11 because episode five had two parts. Anyways, yay, we're on 11 episodes. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And yes, with that being said, like I said in episode nine, episode 10 will be the last episode for this season. And um, afterwards, I'll go ahead and uh, come back after my hiatus, after my break from being refreshed and come back um, to start season two. So if you're listening to this episode, I hope you listen to episode nine, because this is a direct um, continuation of that episode uh, where I talked about um, a few things that I had to learn and unlearn as an adult. Um, So yeah, I'll be continuing uh, where I left off. Um, And my last point on episode nine was that um, saying no can be rude, mean, or dismissive. So continuing where I left off, um, my next point was putting yourself first is not selfish, um, or we can rename that as being selfish is okay. I think that's something that I would like to communicate really well. Um, So yeah, you cannot pour from an empty cup. I think a lot of us have an understanding about what that actually means. Um, And like I just kind of shared in my um, candid moment, uh, we had to uh, we have to recharge in healthy ways so that we don't feel drained. 
Um, and that is a really huge proponent of putting yourself first. Um, if you don't recharge, you always feel like you're in a deficit and you may not know why or why um, other areas of your life may not, you know, be seeming to fall in, like seeming to fall in place. Um, but it's because you refuse to take, you know, an hour or two, if that's all you have, like, and just focus on something that is not, you know, being super productive. Um, we will not get wasted time back. So use the time that you have to focus on yourself and on your goals. After all, we're here to fulfill our purposes. Um, so that is just something that, you know, I say it doesn't just apply to um, maybe just your goals. It can it can apply to your relationships um, with people, um, romantic relationships. It can apply to your friendships or whatever. Like we have to stop wasting time um, with people that we don't need or let me not say need, that's kind of, that's kind of, it comes off kind of mean, but like, if you realize that, um, something is not really helping you, like do yourself a favor and start to slowly free yourself, um, from it so that you can actually focus on the purpose of why God put you here on the first place. Like every time you're spending time wasting with either a person or friends or something you're not supposed to be doing, it does take away from what you are like called to do. Um, so yeah, uh, I'd also say that my like one of my friends posted um, a picture, and she visited her old neighborhood because um, it's been years since she visited it, and the the caption of her picture was kind of um, just her writing like a. A letter I don't want to say a letter to herself but like advice to her younger version of herself and she asked like what would you say to the younger version of yourself um you know if you could go back in time and I commented that if I could say something to myself I would say like play harder like I felt like I had a lot of fun as a kid though but like play harder like laugh enjoy like roll do things like kids should do like do it more <laughs> because as an adult you actually have to plan out your fun that is like it's wild and I didn't think about it and now I didn't think about it until I was typing it out and replying to her post um but yeah like as an adult like you cannot have fun every day and hey some people they have fun every day I don't really know if they're having fun at that point because <laughs> I definitely do want something to look forward to um or maybe if their lifestyle is just realistic like maybe they don't have no responsibilities and they could just have fun every day but yeah as an adult I realized that if I want to have if I want to spend time with my friends or people that I haven't seen in a long time like or family I'm like wow okay so I have to like open up my google calendar and see what my availability is so that I can incorporate this person into my fund and letting it just be that. So also being present. So that's also part of putting yourself first too. like be present. Um, if you are uh, in a moment where you are experiencing, you know, uh, great emotions, uh, you know, happiness, joy, and you're just vibing with other people um, or you're doing something that is uh, fun to you, be like, part of putting yourself first is being present in that moment and not worrying about what you may have to do later or what you may like what other like if you have a to, like the to-do to -do list never ends um so yeah let's start putting ourselves first by like focusing on where we're at instead of focusing on what has not happened yet um 
So the next thing I thought about that we have to unlearn is the idea of stability is something that we have figured out. Um, I think that as an adult, like, or as we're, when we're children, we think that adults have everything figured out and that they're perfect and they know exactly what to do. But now that we are becoming adults, we're starting to understand that we are those people who don't know what the heck we're doing. Um, and it's like, that's okay. I don't think, I don't think there's a single person on this earth cause we are not made perfect. Like God is perfect. We are not perfect. So I don't think there's a single person that has every single thing figured out, but there's things like social media that like make us feel like everyone does have everything together. So keep in mind that like people, people post what they want you to see at the end of the day. And that is a part of like, it's kind of controlling your perception of reality, to be honest. Um, so, and part of like things that we think that are stable, um, I kind of thought about like, one thing that was just a general, general question to me was like, you know, buying cars and houses and making contract decisions when tomorrow is uncertain. Um, that's something that like, I don't know. I always wonder, cause I, I have never, um, like bought a house or anything, um, or made like a huge, huge purchase, but I always wonder, like, there's some people, like, as soon as they get a new job, they go, um, I've worked with people and shoot, I might be this person one day. We never know. But like, as soon as they start the job, like within days, like they got a new car, I'm like, you didn't even fill the job out yet. Like, you know, you got a probationary period. Like, I don't know. People get excited. And I'm like, what I always wonder is, hmm, if, if something happened with this job, like, are you still going to be able to make these, um, are you still going to be able to meet your like monthly expenses or whatever? But at the end of the day, like buying a car and um, signing a contract for a house, buying a house, those are things that are like dependent on years of you paying. So at the end of the day, like just because someone appears like they have it does not mean that it's stable. And you also making those purchases doesn't mean that your job situation is stable either. So it's just something to think about. Um, and I kind of talked about this earlier, but yeah, just us comparing ourselves to others based on, on like our perception of their reality. Um, we have to realize that like our reality, our perception versus their perception is two different things. And we cannot allow, um, what someone else has going on and what their goals are, um, and what they choose to show you control what we have going on. Cause we may not be on the same path. So why am I going to look at someone and be like, oh my gosh, like, Oh, they, they finally got engaged and they, they're about to like, I don't know, get married and this, that, and a third, like things that people fantasize, um, and then like place on us. Cause we have our own paths. God has given us our own vision. So we have to be mindful, um, to not let what looks stable in someone else's life make us feel like we are not stable. Um, this next thing I'm about to say, I think is one of my favorite, favorite things. And I think the more people that get on board, and can embrace this will really feel like life is less of a roller coaster. So more people should be open to change as that's one thing that is certain in every single person's life. And it's a needed life skill to manage and add to your toolkit. Like, um, just to be transparent, I'll go ahead and share. Like I lived in the same neighborhood for 17 years um, so I grew up like Beltsville, like 
it's it's just sometimes funny. I thought I think I talked about this in my first podcast, but somebody could ask me where I'm from, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know how to answer that. But I literally lived in Bellsville for 17 years, and as soon as my dad passed away, um, from that from 2000 and like I stayed there up until 2014. So from 2014 to now, I've literally moved six times. I'm still in um you know Maryland. I'm still in PG County. Um, but so many things have happened and like half of them were out of my control. Um, you know, part of the reasons why I have moved. So I was like, okay, well, I, I just have to, you know, keep it moving. And I spoke to one of my cousins and I, the last time that I moved here, um, I think I told told you guys about this, about like experiencing major life changes. Like we had to move, um, quickly cause we had an, we had a number maintenance emergency in our old apartment and I was freaking out. And my cousin was like, girl, like change is inevitable. You need to start like looking at things that way. And I didn't want to hear it, but, um, it's, it's one of the most truthful things that I've, um, ever heard. And I'm like, you know what? I do need to start looking at things from that kind of perspective because changes are going to happen. And moving is just a small part of it. People experience other, um, sometimes more threatening or, or less threatening changes, good changes, bad changes. Um, but I think the more we are open to embracing change, um, I think that we will be, I think we will have a more positive outlook on life instead of something happening and looking at it as a negative way, but we can look at it as an opportunity for something greater. And I would definitely say anytime I've experienced a change, especially even if it was negative, like if I felt like something really bad happened to me, like God always had something better. So um, something may happen and you may not like it and we may not understand the whole, the gravity of it or the whole purpose of it, but understand that like God sees everything. And, um, like if he took something out of your life, he will replace it with something 10 times better. Like you won't even want what you used to have <laughs> in your life. So that is one of my favorite things to hold on to is that like we need to embrace change. So lastly, um, when it comes to, you know, thinking about stability, just the idea of something being stable, because I, I truly don't believe that anything in life is 100% stable. Like just because someone's been at their job for 35 years or 20 years or 15 years doesn't mean they're going to be there forever. Um, as we're, you know, learning during the pandemic um, and just for you not to like always be in a state of fear or in worry and anxiety um it's just where your faith comes in with god and um just trusting that he will always direct your path um so yeah that is my um little tip about how to combat feelings of um you know something not feeling stable or you trying to feel like it has to be stable essentially um the next thing that I felt like I had to unlearn, and this may, this may, this may touch some of y'all souls, like, this may touch some of y'all souls, but, um, I, I can eat whatever I want. It sounds simple. It sounds really basic, but, <laughs> um, I, that was another, I guess that's another thing I can add to my list of changes. And it's not the most pleasant all the time, but I was literally like when I was, I mean, throughout my life, even up until I got to college, I was mad skinny, like so skinny. People always used to ask me if I eat. I'm like, yeah, I eat like a lot. <laughs> and um, just experiencing different like weight changes and stuff like that, by, um, changes with my body. And like when I was in high school, 
me and my teammates would go to McDonald's after school. We would go to the carryout after school. The most healthiest place that we went to after school was Subway. But we, like I said, these are my teammates. We are about to play a basketball game. Like, why are we eating McDonald's? Why are we eating, you know, greasy carryout food with fried chicken and rice? Like, oh my gosh, those days have caught up to me. Um, and there's certain things like I can't even, I can't even look at Chinese food now. Um, <laughs> just because I'm like, yo, like I used to take my $5 and buy, you know, three wings, fried rice and all these things. And now you can finally see it <laughs> in my body before you never used to be able to see it. But, um, yeah. As we progress into our 20s, we should be aware of what is going inside of our bodies. I remember when I was younger, people used to say, because I, I like half of my life, I didn't eat that much. Like, I was super, super, super picky. But like by the time I think puberty started kicking in, I started eating every and anything. Um, and people would tell me like, girl, you can't eat. Like when you get older, it's going to your metabolism is going to catch up to you. And we've all seen people that look mad young like their whole lives like their their bodies just look like they can't gain weight and maybe some people maintain it and other people they're just genetically like that and I thought I was gonna be like them like I mean like my dad's side of the family is they're all tall and slim like that's the stature that I have so why would it I didn't understand um I thought that the way I used to play tag and run mad fast and not be that tired was the same way now I'm like, can I even complete a mile without stopping when I'm running or jogging? Um, so I do feel that shift. And I would encourage you to like, just be aware. I'm not the most healthy person or whatever. I do meal prep and I do cook almost all of my meals. Um, and I do like, I do love carbs and sweets and all of that. So it's difficult, but I am aware of what is going in my body. Um, so yeah, that is just something I would encourage you to do. Um, in addition to like, you know, us used to us you know feeling like we could eat whatever we want to eat and whatever we want to because we're adults and we're buying it blah blah also with that same energy like prioritize your health um and this is something that like sometimes I still talk to my mom about is like getting yearly exams um like women like just going to your um OBGYN and stuff like that um and men, and I'm going to single them out, especially black men. I'm not sure why they're not getting in the doctor's offices unless something is hurting. I'm not sure. Like, why Why does your foot have to be broken? That's probably something I'm going to talk about on another podcast. But I'm, I am definitely curious as to, like, you know, how come um, some people are scared to go to the doctor? Because I look at it as a preventative thing. Um, my dad passed away from cancer. I, I was like... I that really inspired me to and it coincidentally happened like when I was of age so 18 years old I'm responsible for making sure I'm going to my doctor's appointments my mom's not responsible she can advise me but I have to make sure I make the appointment and I'm going um so yeah if anything is going on with your body like this is the time to you know detect that and prevent things from happening because there's a lot of resources out there but sometimes we don't really know of them um things like like when you go to get your yearly like exam they screen for things like diabetes and high blood pressure those are two things that like really knock us out in the african-american community so yeah be an adult go to your doctor don't play with that um i also say the scale will disagree with you like if you feel like if you feel like you know i don't know i think one of the most telltale one of the most telling signs of you um, experiencing a weight change is obviously how your clothes fit. 
but sometimes it takes a while for that to happen. Um, so yes, make it a practice of standing on the scale. And of course, if you are, you know, lifting weights, it, it may, I would, um, actually recommend the scale that, um, calculates your body fat percentage because you may think you're gaining weight and it's fat, but your waist and you know, your waist is getting smaller and you're actually getting smaller, but you're just putting on muscle as well. So yeah, definitely, um, you know, get accustomed to that scale. Cause I had a rude awakening a few years ago. I, I was so small. I never used to really stand on the scale. It didn't matter. But now I'm like, okay, all right, I need to, to work on this. Um, also how you feel is related to how you eat. Like they never lied when they said you are what you eat. Okay. Um, I remember exactly a year ago, the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out. Don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome. I probably had it from that. It was, I mean, you got to stay in the line for like an hour to get that joint. Like I probably had it only three times. And the third time I had it, I wasn't, they weren't consistent. They're not consistent like Chick-fil-A. So it wasn't that good. And I would definitely say, although the sandwich was amazing, the other two times that I had the sandwich, the way it made me feel, I was like, oh yeah, I can't eat like this. Like I'm not 15. I truly cannot eat like this. So, um, sometimes pay attention to how you're feeling after you eat something. I would, I would actually like, if I could put this on a t-shirt, I would, I would feeling tired after you eating a meal is not, um, it's not a good thing. Like, Oh, you got the itis. Like I can't remember the last time I had the itis because I'm not eating greasy foods and things that are like make that are taking, you shouldn't like, we eat to actually replenish our energy. So why are we eating things that take energy away from us? doesn't make sense um but I can vividly remember that the last time I ate something um that made me feel lethargic was that Popeye's chicken sandwich so yeah um you are what you eat essentially okay so this last one that I'm gonna give you guys um something that I had to unlearn and relearn about was perfectionism I remember, you know, being in a job interview and them asking like you know what are your strengths what are your weaknesses and legit I used to answer like one of my strengths was perfectionism no (laughs) um it's not it's far from a strength I I thought that just striving the word in itself like it's wild now that I think about it shout out to therapy (laughs) for helping me realize this it took me a couple of sessions y'all but I was stuck I was like wait so it's a bad thing to try to I talked about it earlier right try to be trying to be perfect wild it's completely impossible um and so because it's not a strength it's a what it's a weakness say it with me now weakness <laughs> um only god is perfect so we have to show ourselves grace and we have to extend grace to other people sometimes um the wor- one of the worst things about perfectionism is because we have such high unrealistic expectations of ourselves we place those standards on other people so maybe someone promised you that they would do something and didn't they didn't do it that doesn't mean cut them off that don't mean like to you know hold a grudge be angry forever they weren't able to get to it and it's okay as long as it's not a pattern it's okay um and sometimes like having an unrealistic high expectation means that we cannot hold ourselves to a like measurable standard there's some things where like, for example, I break my to-do list down into s- several different ways. I have a Google calendar 
that helps me look at things immediately. I have a desk calendar because I'm working on a project right now and um, I have to be consistent throughout the week to work on it for like mad hours. Um, And then I also have a to-do list where small tasks can get moved around and they can, you know, as long as they get done during that week could be done. Um, And those are measurable things, but sometimes we have unrealistic things like let's say you want to um like I can't be a millionaire by the end of this year I can have all the faith I want I can you know it's in my career path it's just not feasible however if I would like to become a millionaire millionaire it's not impossible but I don't need to place an unrealistic standard that it has to happen by December um it can be a five-year thing a 10-year thing where you're actually making small steps to achieve a goal um, but we should stop placing unrealistic expectations on ourselves and on others because it does lead to disappointment um, and feelings of like hopelessness. And um, my therapist had actually told me that, well, my life coach, I always say this like because it's the same thing um, essentially, but she always told me that having feelings of perfectionism um, with my temperament can lead to two different things and it's anxiety and or depression. So yeah, it's a terrible drive, and I feel like I've um, slowly weaned myself from being that person of having these unrealistic goals of myself and others. Um, and what happens is you get super hard on yourself and you neglect all the good things that you have accomplished um, or you're trying to accomplish. And that's terrible. Like you should stop and like in elementary school, they'll tell you like, oh, pat yourself on the back. Like have those moments as an adult. You don't have to literally pat yourself on the back, but like treat yourself or just acknowledge that like I did this and it's not negate just because there's something else you didn't do shouldn't take away from what you have done. Um, so yeah, don't ever forget those things that you have worked on that were difficult and you just bypassed them because something else didn't get done. Um, I know I talked about um, being present in this podcast a little bit and I had talked about it in another podcast, but I'm going to talk about it again, um, briefly because, um, when you are a perfectionist, it's exactly worrying about what hasn't happened yet. Um, and like just having all these feelings surrounding it. And at the end of the day, um, I feel like I've cultivated an environment for myself, um, from the beginning of this year to focus and be present on, you know, where I'm at. And if you need a more tangible example of that, if you, if you, if you, um, plan to hang out with a friend that you haven't seen in a, I mean, let's just say you haven't, most of us have not seen our friends in a little bit. It, I don't, I'm sure you don't see your friends every day and you know, your phone is blowing up. You're getting calls and texts and all those things. Like find a way to honor the person that you're with and, you know, maybe put your phone down for a little bit. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day, like you are spending time with one another so be present in that moment so you don't miss what's going on and have to be like oh uh wait hold on you're responding to a text or you're responding to an email and then coming back um because it takes from just you know being present in the moment so yeah that is a more tangible uh example for you guys i would say okay so for real last 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 i have um i have three other things that i would like to say they're super brief and I think that I think that they are self-explanatory for the most part so I'm not going to really get into depth and if y'all feel like I do like I can probably do another podcast about it um but one is having your own relationship with God 
Um, I felt like when I was younger, because my parents had their own relationship with God and I didn't really understand it, I felt like that would be enough for me. And as soon as I got to college, I actually realized it wasn't. I was like, um, I don't even think I have a solid foundation. <laughs> like, And I finally started to like get to build that after graduating college. So I didn't have that foundation in college. And um, that's okay. But understand that um, if, if you claim, if you proclaim to be a Christian, what does that mean to you? Is it just that you're answering it on a survey or like something about demographics and that you're not actually having a relationship with God? Cause that, that doesn't make you a Christian. You may not want to hear that, but that's, that's facts. Um, so yeah, having your own relationship with God, um, it's kind of like if you have, I guess, mutual friends, let's say it's three of y'all and you're cool with one person and the other person you know about, like, do you have a relationship with the third person? If you don't hang out with them, if you don't spend time with them, like, no, you know them, but you don't know them any more than a stranger does, to be honest, or the next acquaintance. Um, secondly, as my bonus, uh, you have on- you only have two parents, so don't expect them out of other people. No matter the, the no matter the circumstances, um, meaning you know your parents will show you compassion, they'll show you love, they'll show you feelings that no one else on this earth will show you. So don't expect that kind of relationship out of um, your boss, or don't expect that from your professor, don't expect that from people who are in higher authority than you. They may extend you grace, but they're not going to have that compassion that your parents have for you. So if you realize that, you may not be as upset with people um, and saves you a lot of headache and stress. And last but not least, you know, a concept that you you know need to unlearn is don't buy what you don't need. Do not buy what you don't need. Like, take a second and look around you. What are the things that you're not even utilizing? Why were you pressed to buy it? Like get rid of things you don't need as well um and this specific point is going to have another um podcast episode that you will see in um season two that's for certain it's a done deal um so you definitely are going to hear more about you know not buying what you don't need so with all of these um lessons that i've had to unlearn and relearn in a different way. I feel like I've kind of um, talked about these in different ways during um, season one of Candy with Kibo. Um, one of those ways that I kind of, you know, thought about as I was speaking was navigating major life changes, lessons I had to learn the hard way, and now this one, which was um, unlearning and relearning some things uh, as an adult or if you're an aspiring adult or you're in, you know, in the middle or whatever, you, you, you getting up there in age, um, you have to be open to changing your mind on things. And at least if you're not open to the concepts of changes happening in your life, the idea of being open is super important because when I was um, in high school and I graduated, I never knew what was next I knew I was going to college but that was it like we don't know what the future holds so we have to be open to changes happening because it can lead us to really positive things and I don't really think I would change much about how I navigated from high school onto where I am where I am now like I've literally learned from every moment whether it was bad it was super terrible or whether it was really really good Um, I found a way to learn from those things so that they don't repeat itself um, again, 
because I do feel like if you're not learning the right lesson, like God will put it back in your face so that you get it. Um, so yeah, if you feel like there's anything in this episode that you had to unlearn or relearn another way, like I would like to hear from y'all. Um, I would also like to know if there's anything I didn't mention and you feel like, yo, like this is what I had to like unlearn or whatever. Like who knows? I might be able to, you know, talk about it maybe on my stories, go live. Um, but yeah, I would definitely like to hear from you. So stay tuned for season two and um i'm not quite too sure when i'm going to be off of my break yet because i'm still working on something but as soon as i let as soon as i um have an idea about that i will try to get back on here and let y'all know or at least post about it on my social media page so during the break um you can catch up with some extra episodes you know start from the beginning of the season um, you can also share this with people if you need to re-listening, re-listen to something, um, you know, you could always do that. Um, I feel like this is the kind of podcast that you need to take notes on, so do that as well. And also, you know, use this time as moments of reflection in your life. Um, if you are incorporating anything that you learn from this podcast to kind of just, you know, reevaluate, you know, if we're still quote unquote on quarantine, like everything's open, but we're still kind of home. So it's a perfect opportunity for you to sit down and like get your life together. So, yeah. All right. See y'all in season two. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Candid with Kibo. If you enjoy this podcast and you're not subscribed, subscribe on whatever platform that you're on so that you always know when a new podcast is coming before I announce it on my social media. Also, share this with your friends, your family, rate this podcast if you have not already. We're all students in the game called life, and in order to do it with ease, we need to seek out the most information we can to master it. As I'm having these kind of moments with you, take a moment this week to get candid with yourself. As always, I could be found on social media at Candid with Kibo and my personal Instagram page, Kibo Betts, K-I-B-O-B-E-T-T-S. All notes will be linked below in the show notes in the description. So if you have any questions or concerns, you can follow up there or send me an email to candidwithkibo at gmail.com.